Welcome to Alphabet Fly, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of Marvel Universe with guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a anti-fascist member of the Invaders, which all of them were anti-fascist. It's, uh, it's Jordan. Hi. Hey. So, I'm not one of the ones that can breathe underwater, though, am I? No, no, you're not. Aww. No, you're one of the many ones that have fire powers in some way. They they had a they had a, just a lot of people who did fire stuff in there. But but today we're talking about Jacqueline, Fallsworth, Crichton. That is a, that is a name I do, I don't think I've ever heard of before. Uh, well, you you definitely know their brother and their other brother. Yeah. Because uh, she, she's related to Baron Blood. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember Baron Blood, and yeah, and Union Jack is yep. Okay, Union Jack's the other one. Okay, so that's yep. so that's who she is. Okay, yeah, we finally got the whole family. All right. Um, so that's her real name, by the way. The whole it, she's also, if you can't tell, very British. <laughs> um. Uh. But yeah. So. She looks like a white lady. Ah, they gave her an umbrella, I guess, because she's British. Yeah, it might rain. Well, I mean, it's always good to be prepared. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So her name is Jacqueline Fallsworth Crichton, uh, and she was a former member of the UK's Home Guard, former adventurer. Um, her identity. As Spitfire, a secret. Yes, yeah, so she is Spitfire, someone who we have not talked about at all, but was mentioned multiple times. She is her other alias is Spitfire and Lady Crichton. She was born in Maidstone, uh, England. She is widowed. Uh, so her known relatives is William, or Lord. So William. Lord Fallsworth, grandfather dead. Montgomery, Lord Fallsworth, father dead. Ladies Fallsworth, mother dead. John's Fallsworth, uncle dead. Lord Crichton, husband dead. And Kenneth Crichton, son, not dead. So, you know, everyone's dead. Uh, She was a former member of the Invaders. Uh, She first appeared in the Invaders issue number. Seven in January 1976, the blackout murders of Baron Blood. And there is Cover Peace Theater. Cover Peace Theater. So, to set the scene, we have Baron Blood in the middle of the, in the middle of just a Donnybrook. Uh, next to the London Bridge, where we have uh, Cap- uh, Captain America, the Human Torch, 
and uh, Baron, I'm uh, sorry, and uh, Namor all flying in towards Baron Blood. Um, and struggle all you wish, human. Your power is has nothing besides that of Baron Blood. See, see, you did it wrong. It's been a blah. You struggle uh. with. <laughs> You're supposed to do Dracula accent. Oh, but I thought because no, it was English, he, he kind of didn't want to take after no, no, Dracula. No, no, <laughs> no, no, I mean, but no, as soon as you turn into a vampire, you get the Dracula accent, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Captain America, uh, is who is falling, is saying, Mister, you haven't seen anything yet. I'm breaking free. And if that means I wind up splattered all over London. Yeah. Sorry. Wait, what? Wait, what? Okay, no, I said that wrong. Okay. Mister, you haven't seen anything yet. I'm breaking free. If it means I wind up splattered all over London. And, of course, the full moon is, like, remarkably large. Yeah, maybe it's near the horizon. You know how that happens. There's that weird effect. No, it's still way <laughs> too large. Like, there would be major tidal shifts that would cause tsunamis. If the moon was that big. But, but you know, we know he's going to get saved. Captain America doesn't die. No. He survives past World War II. Yep. He's he's being silly. He's just being real silly right now. Um but yeah, so. Um so uh, Jacqueline Fallsworth was the daughter of British aristocrat Montgomery Lord Fallsworth. Which is by the way, Montgomery, comma, Fallsworth. Yeah. Uh, who was known during World War One as a costume adventurer Union Jack, who is who died um, earlier. Jacqueline was serving in the British Home Guard, a civil defense group, when she was attacked by the vampire Baron Blood, an agent of Nazi Germany. Unknown to Jacqueline at this time, Baron Blood was actually her own uncle, Lord John's Fallsworth. Baron Blood was first to flee by the original Human Torch, who took Jacqueline into her home. Who took Jacqueline to her home, Fallsworth Mansion, where the Torch met her father, Lord Fallsworth, and Jacqueline befriended the Human Torch and his fellow members of the Invaders, a team of costume adventurers who battled the Axis powers on behalf of the Allies during World War II. Subsequently, Baron Blood abducted Jacqueline, but was defeated by Union Jack and the Invader Captain America. Suffering from a great loss of blood, being bitten by Baron Blood, Jacqueline was rushed to a hospital by the invaders, where she received an emergency transfusion of blood from the original Human Torch, an android. I, so the original Human Torch is some kind of weird bio-android, right? It's a synthesoid. Okay. I just... He's... I don't know, there's just a lot of, you know, there's a lot. Yeah. It's it's just a lot, you know? There's a lot. Like I mean, I can I don't wanna get like every time every time I wanna every time I mention the hum, uh, the original human torch, I just it just I just wanna get into like how like someone thought, hey, what if a robot was on fire? And that's somehow leading to Ultron. <laughs> yeah. Every single time. And I'm just like, I can't. Because there's so much. Because he's just... 
he's like the he visions human like family is so weird. And I I still kind of find it weird that the original human torch is because catches on fire because basically just over rampant solar energy. Yeah. And yeah, they process they process sunlight so good. I feel like that's not a sign. <laughs> if I had a solar panel that was on fire all the time, I don't think that's a good solar panel, right? Right. But, okay, but you know, it's whatever. Um. So, so yeah, she gets an emergency transfusion from the Human Torch. Uh, while she was recovering, the Nazi agent called Blue Bullet attacked the hospital in search of the invaders. To her surprise, the still recuperating. Jacqueline recovered. Now that she had the ability, uh, and discovered she now has the ability to move at superhuman speed, she courageously used her new power to save the Human Torch's life from the Blue Bullet's attack. The B- Blue Bullet was then defeated by another invader, the Submariner. So, I guess the blood triggered it, and but did it? Because I don't want to say the blood transfusion gave her the power because. I don't see how Human Torch blood could suddenly make you have super speed. Well, remember, just a little bit of the chemicals got on someone and turned them into a Human Torch uh, with Frankie Ray. So, you know. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, you know, it's still going off of Golden Age logic. Um, which is basically just Axe Cop, but... Oh wait, now I recognize this character even more now that we said Spitfire and Fast Feed because she's like one of my go-to characters in uh, L- uh, Marvel Lego superheroes. Yeah, she's uh, she's pretty good to use. She's pretty fun to use. Yeah. I should probably buy for the PS4 just because I'm because I like I like it. You know, I like both. I like both one and two. I know people are. I like two just because it's like, hey, did. Let's just make a lot of weird characters. And I'm just like, well, cool. Cool. I want to play as Captain Avalon. <laughs> sure. Sure. I mean, why don't we do, why don't we do the troll version of Hulk while we're at it? You know, from that, from that really short run stories for the new universe. Um, oh God. But, so, uh, she discovered as a result of combination of foreign elements introduced to her bloodstream by Baron Blood's Bite. And the artificial blood given to her by the human and by the android human tor- torch, she developed the ability to move at superhuman speed and acceptable, and had an acceptable metabolic vitality. So possibly the android blood and the element introduced by bloodstream by Baron Blood actually jointly activated latent mutant abilities in Jacqueline, thus giving her her superhuman capabilities. Cool. I mean, I think that's just them, them saying, "Don't try this at home." That's a that's a no prize. That's just a no prize. Like it's again, it's Axe Cop. You got some, you got some Android blood on you. Guess what? You're you have superhuman speed for no reason. Um, remember, kids, do not try and mix Android blood with vampirism. Well, the we the way you the way you cure fake vampirism is get some radioactive blood in your mouth and get struck by lightning. Do you have to be in New York when that happened, though? Like, does the latitude longitude matter, or do you think it's any lightning strike? I think you just need a Spider-Man of any sort. Oh. You just need a Spider-Man. I don't know if it works on real vampires. I know it works on fake vampires, though. 
Yeah, because he is the living vampire, not not a normal vampire. Yeah. One of these days I'm going to make him, I'm going to just, I'm going to become a writer for Marvel, and I'm going to make Morbius a living vampire into an actual vampire, and then, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm basically going to make a shit post of a character. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's Morbius, the vampire. And I was just like, oh, what's going on? It's like, I'm a vampire now. <laughs> I got bit. I'm a vampire now. I have all the powers of a vampire, like I did before. Bleh. <laughs> also, he gets the, he gets the, he gets the Dracula accent. Um, obviously. Uh, so. Um, yeah, so. Following her complete recovery from her injury, Jacqueline made herself a costume. And took the name Spitfire after the, the British warplanes of the period. And volunteered for the Invaders membership. She was accepted onto the team. And Spitfire fought alongside the Invaders, which including her brother, Second Union Jack, while the group was in Europe, Theater of Operations. At war's end, she retired as a costume adventurer. Uh, Jacqueline's superhuman capabilities gradually faded as her body slowly eliminated the foreign elements that was given to her. Uh, her super abilities entirely vanished by the 1950s. Uh, in, 50, in 56, she married the British nobleman Lord Crichton, where they subsequently had a son, Kenneth. Uh, Lady Crichton, as she is known now, recently moved back to Fallsworth Manor to care for her aged father, who died a year after her return there. Lord Crichton continued to live in retirement at, at Fallsworth Manor, as as far as it is known. She's five uh, four, um, weighs like one, weighs like one ten, as Spitfire, and now she weighs like one forty because she's like a she's you know, older. Woman. She got she's older. She got more weight. Um, blue eyes, blonde hair. Um, so basically, like she can kind of like just move real fast. So that means her legs are like like real strong, but like her top half isn't. She's not even like that fast. Yeah, like she's not that fast when it comes down to it. Because she's going at like fifty miles per hour for up to half an hour. Huh. They do a lot of no prizing in this one. Basically, she has to eat more because she eats a lot more. But she has to eat more because she moves a lot faster when she's Spitfire. Uh-huh. And her tendons and bones are become stronger to restrain stresses of high speed motion. And her joints are smoother and and lubricated more efficiently than normal women's. Oh, osteoporosis would would hit her hard. Yeah, she has a reaction speed of twice that of a normal woman. Yeah, she's not that fast. Yeah, she's not fast like a car can. Out. It made it sound like she also had like super like fast reflexes or something like that, but it's just more geared towards just running fast. I mean, it's fast for a human, but, like, yeah. we can get in a car. Like, I don't know. Maybe, you know, I'm just... Yeah. So, a uh, fun fact, uh, she's not... She doesn't show up in a lot later, but she does uh, start turning into a vampire at one point, and, um, and uh, she also later gets um, infused with more uh android blood and she basically her age reverts back to where she was in the 40s and uh now she's just a super fast vampire 
So she can run all night, but not all day. Pretty much. But she helps, she helps, like, MI-13. Oh, okay. There's nothing, there's nothing else. Well. You know. That sounds like a perfectly, you know, typical World War II superhero that got pulled out of retirement for a bit. I mean, I guess we can talk about the Blue Bullet, like, very briefly. I Who appears in three issues. Blue Bullet. I don't think I've heard of him before this either. No. Um, it's a German agent. He has like a suit that makes him you know, <laughs> fast. Like, I'm sorry. He looks real dumb. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I just, I just took a look at this one picture of him, and <laughs> it, it literally, it's one of those things where like he just kind of makes him like, look like a bullet, so he can, so he can just throw himself at people. It looks like. Well, he has I mean, like I don't, rockets. Yeah, I don't think that's how it actually looks, but it just, just the costume itself lends you to think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, he just has like rockets, and apparently, like the Submariner, just like he just smashes into the Submariner. <laughs> it's just like, hey, cool. You just throw yourself at me, and you're now you can't do anything. <laughs> Rad. There's not much, like, there's really not much at all. He appears in three issues. Wow. Of the Invaders, and that's it. Yeah, also he's a Nazi. I mean, he's also a Nazi. Yeah. He was working in Britain in a research lab, and he, like, made a human rocket suit, who he called called himself the Blue Bullet, and it turns out, wow, he's actually a Nazi. Which... Weirdly enough, there's a lot of Nazis in Britain still. Uh, there's there's a lot of secret there's a lot of there's a lot of people who we find out after they're dead are actually Nazis and pedophiles as well. It's really weird. Well, to be fair, like, you know, the British did come with the concentration camps, I mean. And America was like number one in eugenics, so it's just like, you know. You know, like, like, like Hitler really thought that both Britain and America was going to be allies with him. Like, they really thought, he's like, yeah. wow, I took all these ideas from you. I just refined them. Why don't, why don't you like me more? <laughs> like, and I think we probably would have teamed up with him, like, if the timing was a little bit different. That's the scary thing. Because a lot of people, a lot of, like... Like, you know, people are just like, oh, we're Americans. We don't like Nazis. Oh, I don't know. Look into the American fascist party. Party. Um, you know, look up uh, someone called George Lincoln Warkwell. It's a really important, real important name you should know, especially around nowadays. Um, but yeah. Uh, speaking of that, we're done. We're oh, done with okay. us. Yep. We're done with, uh, with, uh, Spitfire, so. Anything else to say before we leave? Uh, no, unless you wait. Oh, wait, I can plug something this time. Yeah. Uh, Warren Beast uh, came back and did uh, War for Cybertron, uh, like six episodes. So if uh, we had a nice little boost in our our listening, so if you but if you haven't listened, that's re- there's a re- that's a really good jump on point. Plus, there has been some. Uh, previews for the next part of the trilogy because it's they're doing like a three-part thing like there's there's siege earthrise and kingdoms 
and they finally put out some trailers for Earthrise. So, you know, they're probably going to be putting out that that Netflix uh, series soon, out soon, and then we'll probably do another bunch of episodes about them. So, uh, that's Warren Beast. You can find us uh, just, you know, any basic uh, podcast search. Or you can try the war find us on Twitter at Warren Beast Pod. Okay. Well, um my name is Jesse. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids in somewhat lower detail. If you want to see the pictures of the people we're talking about, you can go to at Alphabet Flight on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to support me, you can go to uh, uh patreon.com slash alphabet flight. You know, you can just throw me like a few bucks and you know, you'll you'll forget about it and you you know be supporting me. By giving me less than what you pay in like a couple of candy bars. Like if you're just like kind of hungry. You know, you're just like, oh, you know, I'll get a candy bar or something. You know, you'll forget about it. And just, you know, support me. Okay, that that's that has been Alphabet Flight. And may Contri protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Mm-hmm.